Hi, everyone. I'm so glad you're back. This is story time with Miss Rhonda. If it's morning where you are, good morning. If it's afternoon where you are, good afternoon. And if this is your bedtime, well, I'm glad you're including me in that. Today, we will be reading from the book. Children's Storytime Collection, Mr. Mole Gets Lost in Other Stories, Five-Minute Tales for Bedtime. This is a Dempsey Parr book. Dempsey Parr is an imprint of Paragon. These stories were written by Derek Hall, Allison Morris, and Louisa Somerville. The Sleeping Beauty a long time ago, in a land far away, there lived Darud, the happiest king and queen who had ever lived. They were especially happy because of years of helping in vain. They had finally been blessed with the birth of a beautiful baby daughter. The king and queen were so happy that they decided to celebrate by throwing a large banquet for their family and friends, and all the most important people in the kingdom. As they sat down to write their invitations, a worried look crossed the Queen's face. The Countess Griselda will be very angry if she doesn't get an invitation, she said to her husband. The King's face went very pale for a moment. Then he shook his head and said, No, no, she must not be invited. Griselda is wicked, and I mean, I do not wish her to cast her eyes on our beautiful daughter. With that, they continued writing the invitations. The day of the banquet arrived and all of the important people took their places in the great hall. Before the celebrations began, a line formed to pay a homage to the little Princess Angelina, who lay sleeping in a cradle next to the King and Queen's thrones. Twelve people stood in line and one by one they stepped forward to give their gift to the sleeping princess. First, up stepped good Lady Soprano, who touched the baby's throat with a forefinger and declared that the princess would have a voice like an angel. Next came the Archduke Ernest, and with a light touch on her forehead he vowed he would, she would grow to be very wise. Next came the Duchess Rose, who stroked the baby's face and declared she would blossom into the most beautiful flower in the kingdom. One by one the guests came forward and bestowed the gifts of patience, kindness, faith, grace, fortune, virtue, happiness, and sweetness. With just one guest left to give her her gift, there was a terrible noise outside the great hall, and the huge doors were thrown open in a rage. In stormed the Countess Griselda. The great hall fell silent as she slowly approached the sleeping baby. The king and queen jumped to their feet to protect their little one, but Griselda swept them both aside. As they looked up in fear at Griselda, she turned to them and whispered in a hard, cruel voice, I thank you mislaid my invitation, but I have come to give my gift to the precious child anyway. And she bent over the child and she cackled. To this child I bestow the gift of absolute health until the day she dies. 
as relief showed on the faces of the crowd. She roared with laughter and bellowed, which is why it's such a pity she will not live beyond her sixteenth birthday. The crowd was stunned as she continued. A spindle shall be her end, a common peasant's spindle. And she touched the tip of the middle finger on the baby's right hand. She then clapped her hands together and a great roll of thunder was heard before a terrible wind swept through the open doors, blowing out all the candles. When the doors were shut and the candles relit, Griselda had disappeared, leaving only her terrible spell behind her. As the king and queen wept, they did not see the final guest who had yet to bestow her gift. The Marquess Maria bent over Angelina and whispered, I cannot take away the evil of Griselda, but I can give you the greatest gift of all. I give you the gift of love. On that terrible day to come, you shall not die a death, but sleep, little one. Sleep deep and peacefully as you sleep now, until love comes to rescue you. She placed her forefinger on the baby's heart and then was gone. The king and queen were in despair and they demanded that every spindle in the kingdom be destroyed. But they didn't sleep a single night without worrying and a day didn't pass that they let their little princess out of their sight for a moment. Angelina grew and with every passing year she became sweeter and with every passing day she became even more beautiful. The day before Angelina's 16th birthday arrived, and as the king looked at his daughter, he felt a pang of sorrow, for he knew that he could not stop her destiny. Her birthday arrived, and for the first time ever, the king and queen allowed her to roam freely around the castle. The king had ordered a huge celebration to be prepared in the great hall for later in the day, and Angelina had tremendous fun watching the cooks prepare delicious pies, pastries and cakes in the kitchens. She watched the servants making garlands of flowers and roamed through all the corridors to watch the preparations. In a corridor off the great hall, she followed a trail of petals, winding first one way and then another, up and up into a terrain in the castle that she had never visited before. When she reached the top, a door swung open, and in the corner of the darkened room, a little old lady sat spinning some yarn. Come closer, my child, she beckoned. Angelina moved closer. Closer still, she urged. When Angelina was close enough, the old woman reached out to Angelina's right hand and pulled it into the spindle needle. The princess gave a gasp of pain. <gasps> as it pricked her middle finger, and then she fell into the deepest, most peaceful of sleeps. And as she fell asleep, the whole castle fell asleep too. The cooks fell asleep at the roasting spit. The horses fell asleep in the stable. The king fell asleep on his throne. Everything in the castle came to a complete and utter standstill. The years passed by, and with every passing, the thorns that grew around the castle became thicker and higher, 
and the legend of Sleeping Beauty spread to distant lands. As time went on, many brave princes tried to cut down the thorns, but not one succeeded and countless young men were lost forever in the forest of the thorns. Many years had passed before one brave prince awoke from a dream in which the angelic voice of a strange girl had called to him from a thorn bush. He asked his father the meaning of the dream, but the king shook his head and said it was best he didn't know. But the following night, the young prince once again dreamed of the strange girl, and this time he saw the princess deep in sleep, but calling to be freed. The prince was enchanted. She was the most beautiful girl he had ever seen, and again he asked his father who she was. Again, the king refused to say anything, but when the prince's dreams continued, and the prince felt he would rather die than live without the princess, the king relented and told his son of the sleeping princess far away. The prince lost no time and set off on a voyage that lasted a year and a day. Along the way, he heard tales of the princess who had tried before, before him and the fate they had met. Some had been turned to stone, some had turned to water, and some others had simply vanished without a trace. But none had succeeded. The prince finally reached his destination and stood outside the walls of the thorn forest. He knelt and said a prayer for all the lost souls who tried before him, and then he raised his sword to strike the thorns. In that instant, a vision of the princess rose up to him. And he was so overcome with love that he dropped his sword and tried to touch the vision. As he reached out, he touched the thorns. And as he touched the thorns, they turned into flowers in his hands. The further into the forest he went, the more the forest bound down to him until all that separated him from the princess was a carpet of roses. The prince raced past the sleeping horses, cooks and the king and ran up the stairs to where the princess lay. He bent over her sleeping form and placed a single kiss upon her rosy lips. In that instant, she opened her eyes Love had set her free. The cooks yawned at their spit and woke up. The horses neighed their yawns and woke up. The king yawned on his throne and woke up. Everyone in the castle woke up. When the prince led the princess to her father, he cried with joy and granted him any wish he could choose. The prince asked for the princess's hands in marriage and they both lived happily ever after. Thank you so much for turning into our story time. See you next time. Goodbye.